Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master. My name is Anthony Reed, and this is episode 31, and it is the seventh part of the Gathering Darkness story arc. There's a lot of show to get to today. It's sort of a bonus-sized episode, so I'm going to burn right through this. I just want to give a big thank you to our patrons at patreon.com slash adventureinc. Each and every month, they kick in a little bit of their hard-earned money to help the show do really cool things that we couldn't otherwise do. Uh, and if you want to help support the show as well, you want to give it uh, you know, your, I guess, fiduciary seal of approval, uh, then you can head to adventuringpod.com and find all kinds of ways to support the show, including the Patreon, patreon.com slash adventuring, including shirts and stickers available at our store, and including sharing all of the information about the show to all of your social media. These are easy ways to help the show, and we super duper appreciate it. All right, like I said, a lot of show to get to today. Uh, big stuff happening, so I'm going to just uh, put a pin in it and let you guys uh, get started with the show. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's, like, super wrong. We love Broken Tooth. Uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. (laughs) The four of you are uh, outside a long-abandoned temple. Uh, Thick moss growing on the outside of this building. Uh, You've traveled for a a little ways through the forest now, and uh, it is... uh, uh, a sight to behold. It's sort of impressive out here in the woods. Uh, it uh, it looks like it has been abandoned a long, long time uh, with the amount of growth covering the outside of this stone building. Um, I'd like to make a bit of a, I guess, like history check to see, like, is there any sort of iconography that I recognize or um, anything... Relate like, is there anything from the that the entrance like makes me think it might be related to like who built this temple other than maybe the sure. Who built Bro, this give... temple? <laughs> who built this temple? <laughs> On rocky ground. Yeah, you should have said soil. Rocky soil. That would have been closer. Well, you should have said anything. <laughs> well, you should have reacted honestly. I mean, can we play D and D? Oh, Mike, you know by now, this is what we do. This is it. Yeah. We don't play D&D. We basically uh, so give me a history do. check, Rob. 
Okay. One. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. nothing. You have no idea about this stuff. I know. <laughs> it is. So, I haven't the faintest clue. Uh, it would be this, a five. This if could that be matters. two thousand years old. It could be yesterday that it was built, <laughs> and you would not be able to tell the difference between the two, other than I mean, it's got moss. Great. Unless they built the moss intentionally. Was that a history check? Anything about the moss that's historical. Uh, Belroth is examining a tree that he's like, oh, there's a temple. It's very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell by the the roots. This tree is, he's very clear about one tree's age, but not necessarily the temple. The tree got it unlocked. I got a 14 on my history check, uh, but I want to do it like the ADHD brain uh, that we have. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, like, I want to be looking at the temple, uh, and I want to be thinking about, uh, like, a snack that I had recently that was shaped a little bit like the temple. Uh, that that kind of <laughs> triggers a memory of a class that I was, like, eating that snack in. Uh, yeah, and I and think when like, you look, look up, at the temple, right? You yeah. look at the temple, and then you like you're trying to look at maybe the architecture, but you you see the moss, you feel the moss. The moss is very smooth. Uh, it's like got this like great texture to it. You like pull some of the moss off, and you're just like running it between your fingers back and forth, right? Like it's got this uh, like a papery, but uh, almost like a small fuzz on it, and it's uh, it's very con- like you kind of feel like you could take this and like. You know, if you got a lot of it, you could make like a pillow out of it, and it'd be a great place to lay down and rest. Uh, like that's where you're at now <laughs> is like resting, like where how to make it more comfortable for you on the road while you're traveling. You've forgotten the temple completely. <laughs> okay, uh, so my 14 history check didn't give me anything either. Then you know it's old. You know that looking at this temple, it's been here a long time, uh, probably uh, since like around the Shadowfall era. Great. So as yeah. uh, Deeran starts to salivate looking at the temple. Bilroth is examining a tree. Uh, Scarpin mm-hmm. does a, a religion check uh, with a natural mm-hmm. 20. <clears throat> wow, finally, finally someone around here <laughs> getting some work done. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, you look at this, and a lot of the iconography on the outside of the temple has sort of overgrown, right? Uh, with vines and and moss and things just the wear of time uh but you are able to see that there is uh a full row of symbols at the top of this temple that seem to be iconography old iconography for each of the gods that this temple may have been some sort of uh all of the pantheon in a single location uh, additionally, you see on it what appears to be the head of a dragon. Oh, very interesting. Uh, this temple appears to be uh, for all the gods of old, uh, as well as maybe this is Herrick here with the, the, the dragon. Hmm. You do see a separate symbol that was the symbol of Herrick. Um, and so mm. like this, this would, if that was Hayrick's symbol, there would be two symbols of Hayrick's on this temple. Okay. And, uh, can Scarpin, does, does, no, does Scarpin know anything about this dragon's symbol that's different than Hayrick's? This is the one that stands out to you because it does not match any of what you know of the religions. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what this one is. And he pushes it. Uh, yeah, you push in on it and it doesn't seem to, to move, but uh, it is, you do realize as you get, like, are you are examining it, that it is dead in the center of the others. It's like the others are fan out from this point in the middle. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Are we uh are we fully rested? No. Well, Scarpin isn't. Because I don't remember. If yeah, because we, we settled the, down we for a long session. rest the night before. Bef- after the boar? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So th- okay, that's where we. Belroth had the we cut light a fire plan. Oh, and it uh, seems so like we it actually worked. yeah we uh, ended yeah. with you with you oh, being yeah. first watch or whatever. Yeah, right, it worked. Hunting. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Everything's fine. Well, Everyone was panicking, but Belroth was right. Yeah. Good. Okay, let's. Scarpin is hurt anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't rest much. <laughs> cool. Well, um, should we venture in? Does anyone have any preparations that they need to make before we go into the temple? Oh, I mean, there's a lot of greenery here that I'm not really used to seeing, so I could do with making a little flower crown for myself. Just in case we meet any old okay. gods, and and you know, you never want to meet. My gra- my grandma always said you never want to meet an old god without a fancy crown. <laughs> okay, uh, that is a good one. That is one that I would never have thought of. Um, sure, Ellery, can you make me? Okay, one so too? yeah, of course. Dearin pulls Scarpin aside. Okay. Ellery makes two flowers. Yeah. Belroth, do you want one? Dearin, I guess. I mean, if everybody else is gonna have one, I don't want to be left out. That's for that's for sure. I'll make one for Freya too. Okay. How long do these flower crowns take? That's, I feel like that's the most important. Oh, part I can here. do each in a couple minutes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Flower crowns. Adventure. <laughs> hey, Scarpin. Mm. Uh, remember the other night, like we were talking about how, like, sometimes Ellery's like. Grandma sayings are really oddly specific. This one seems like one, right? Oh, yeah, one of those times where it's like, wow, I wonder if they've also been through this type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I, re- I remember that. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. We should we should ask her that if she's had our exact adventures whenever we meet her. Yeah, we'll have to ask her a lot of questions about all of, all of Ellery's sayings because, like, they just, yeah, like... Spot on. Yeah, so specific. Yeah, that's <laughs> impressive. Uh, impressive lady. <laughs> okay, they're done. Wow. <laughs> okay, five flower crowns. Uh, Belroth places one on Freya's head and one on his own head. Which one's mine, Ellery? This one. What's it look like? It is... Uh, so I imagine there are, like, flowers and everything. <laughs> Right, like, and are vaguely crowned. No, 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 no. I imagine in the area there's like more than just the mossy. Yeah, yeah, like there are generic. flowers. Yeah. So one of the hardest parts about it, though, is that most of them are enormous. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, Deerins is a bunch of the like tall grass woven <laughs> together, um, and she's put petals into his. So, like, uh. Uh, let's see. For Deerin, uh, blue, like blue flower petals. They're almost like, uh, like bluebell type petals all in the thing. Um, Belroths is gonna be the, uh, like reeds, like little, like, uh, stiffer reeds that are all kind of like, like more like a, like a harvest crown type thing. Um, Mm. and there are Mm -hmm. like, uh, red flowers all sprinkled in his, um, Scarpins is the the moss, 
with just a big fucking flower at the top of it. Mm. So like the moss like woven around with the giant like because she knows he likes whole flowers. Yeah. Um, and Freya's is uh, is a bunch of little like purple petals Aww. woven together uh, and made in a crown. And Ellery's is every color. It's the grass, uh, grass woven and then petals of every single color uh, scattered around. She's the May Queen. Yeah, she is. Oh, God. She's the Midsommar. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tell us to die. You know, every time I've watched that movie with someone, uh, uh, someone will always, at the end of that, go, good for her. Like, it's the only horror movie that everyone is like, that had a happy ending. Every time I've watched that with someone, that has also happened. I've never seen it, though. So so then you lied. <laughs> No, I haven't watched it, so it could happen. What he meant to say is he's never watched it and had that not happen. True, (laughs) (laughs) very fair. There you go. (laughs) That felt almost more dismissive, though, as opposed to like coolly coincidental, right? Like, Uh, uh, okay, Rob, cool story. I, I've never had, I've never watched that and not have that happen. (laughs) I liked Anthony's more than Mike's. Mike's felt more dismissive. You're right. But it's also the only way it wasn't a fucking lie. Uh, yeah. No, I said every okay time I've watched it, that's happened. Which I've is never, never so it. it's never happened. And I was like, haha, fun jape. Mm. Mike is like, <laughs> I don't know. This has never happened to me, and I don't relate to your story. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the opposite. Jape is a good word. This always happens. You're not special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so I guess the five of you enter the, the temple. <laughs> Wearing now that you are all crowns. Here we go. Bedecked go. with crowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're ready uh, for we're, we're ready all, for some gods. We're all becrowned. Yeah. Becrowned. Can Scarpin cast something? Please. Yes. yes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know, can he? <laughs> what are you looking to cast? Well, obviously, uh, you know, detect magic's already going. We got Mage Armor on Deeran. Uh so he's going to really? cast spirit guardians in front of him and they're going to be rolling around and he's going to take the lead in the temple. And can, can we read the text on spirit guardians? I feel like we've really been, we've been boneheading some spells lately and I, I just would love to read the text of spirit guardians. I also guardians. feel like spirit I already asked for permission. <laughs> yeah, he did you, ask. Ask, you asked he did if you ask. could cast a spell. You didn't ask. No, I refuse so, to be bullied. You call that. forth uh, spirits time. to protect you. Casting time. Go ahead. Is one minute. No, it's not. It's one action. One action. So it's not like we didn't break that rule. Uh, you call forth spirits to protect you. They flit around in the distance of 15 feet for up to 10 minutes. It's concentration. Uh, if you are good or neutral, they appear angelic or fey. I want them to appear as beautiful, colorful parrots. Um, and then... An affected creature's speed is halved in the area. When a creature enters it for the first time, starts a turn there. They did wisdom saving throw, failed save, 3d8 radiant damage. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yes, you may cast spirit guardians. Uh, I guess you're uh, <laughs> angelic spirit parrots uh, up here. Hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna profess to you your faith. You tell me, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> it's parrots. Um, and I guess they just float nearby you in the air. Yeah. All right. Garpin continues on in a great mood with this flower crown, spirit birds, 
going to be a good day. Spirit birds. Uh, you step into the door uh, of the temple. The It opens into a somewhat large chamber, two doors off of the back of the chamber. Uh, and at the table in front of you is a, a large open book that is uh seems to have like a lot of scrawling in it and then just like stacks of papers uh overflowing down onto the floor uh that's probably about 50 feet away as you walk in this big open area is impressive large uh marvel marvel marble is what i meant to say that's the word large marble sculptures uh first of like large pillars just running from floor to ceiling uh but then also some sculptures of uh what looks to be like heroes like uh people uh, though they are not people you recognize uh looking at them they are just uh you know vaguely heroic looking uh sculptures and uh, yeah, the, the room is large, and despite the disheveled appearance outside, uh, apart from some dust, it's pretty well kept in here. Um, since Belroth is probably the only one able to do it, uh, Belroth would like to look for traps. Okay. Uh, while Belroth is doing that, uh, Deeran's going to look at Scarp and, hey man, do you think we're going like, to get in a fight in here? Oh, I, I worry, because uh, that... that, that person the king of thieves seemed a little, a little sketchy and probably if there were no danger around there was no danger around here he would have had this orb earlier uh is it investigation or perception uh i think it's dungeoneering that's not a skill that's 3.5 <laughs> shit buddy <laughs> fuck no the year <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh investigation okay but where are you where are you investigating um belroth is he's looking for uh specifically looking for the following things one um <laughs> uh loose tiles that might be uh depressions uh that you could push and like be a button um as well as like holes any sort of like uh, feature in the walls that could indicate either like a, an arrow slit or some sort of blade coming down or something like that. Um, so he's looking at the floors, uh, the any issues with the floors and any issues with the walls. Anything that looks not, like not smooth stone, basically. Okay. Um, and 15. Okay. Um, yeah, so you look at the tiles on the floor. Uh, some of them are a different color. There's like a, a scattering of like black tiles uh, and white tiles uh, such that the, there's like a black tile surrounded by white tiles. Uh, and then, you know, they're, they're equally distanced apart. It's like yep. part of the pattern of the floor. Um, and the white tiles are lava. So you can't step on those. <gasps> you have to jump from black tile. To, uh, no, they're standard, not. You, standard. You're, uh, hoping I have for found that. the trap. The floor is literally lava. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you search the tiles on the floor. You don't find anything that concerns you. Uh, you search the walls. You don't see any, uh, you know, obvious traps within the walls either. Uh, there are two doors out of this room that presumably go deeper into the temple. Uh, they are on either side of the table with the book on it. Um, ignore the book, everybody ignore the book. Yeah, seeing seeing all the caution, uh, Deeran does cast Mage Armor. That is uh, a fact now. Is that a 10-minute spell? Nope, uh, <laughs> that is a one-action spell. No, no, I mean the, how long it lasts. Eight hours. 
Oh, great. That's a long yeah. time. Holy moly. And if it's any longer, call a doctor. Has <laughs> <laughs> you were mage armor persisted more than eight hours? Well, call wait, Dr. Lester. <laughs> Dr. Lester Restoration can cure you. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll put it as an ad break in between uh, bits on spider hospital yep that's gonna happen eventually <laughs> um, um go ahead while belroth is checking and everyone's doing everything ellery is going to um go up to the table does it look like there might be more of a pulpit type place later on in the temple or does this pretty much look like the altar yeah no you would not guess this is the altar of the temple oh. based on what it looks like then never mind, Ellery doesn't do anything. Okay. Uh, Scarpin's seeing Ellery bypass the book. Uh, he goes and checks out the book. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. Did you tell us not to look at the book so you could look at the book? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 15. So uh, you, gl- you look down at this book, uh, and the first thing you notice is that there is no dust on this book. Good. Hate dust. Uh, it looks as though, uh, you know, despite the layer, of, the thick layer of dust everywhere else in this room, including the papers on either side of the book, the book itself is not dusty. Hmm. He keeps looking. Name. He looks around and sees if anybody said that to him. And uh, he- you don't see anybody around you. Well, let me rephrase that. You don't see anyone you don't expect to see around you. Right, and they don't look like they're talking to me. And Okay. Uh, Scarpin looks back at the book and says, Hello? Hello is not a name. Okay, no, you're right. Uh, My name name is Scarpin Nightholder. Uh, you watch as your name appears in the next empty space within the book. Hey, hey, everybody! This is the this is the guest book. We can we can write our, our names in here and tell about our experiences. I imagine. <laughs> Come over Deeran, and t- tell them your name. Jiren looks suspiciously up at everyone uh, and like shakes his head no really quickly. <laughs> Belroth agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, but- Scarpin. Uh, Ellery goes over and yeah. It Ellery goes, as you approach. Book. Yeah, as you approach Ellery, it goes name. Ellery Realtonum. What's your yours? Name, your name appears in the book as well. Um, the spirit says, "Oh, name. Yes, my name. I had one of those once. Long, long has my name." been forgotten to history. It is ironic, as it was my job to record so much, and yet we failed to record the things most important to us. The book flips to the beginning of the, pa- of the book, uh, and you can see that the weathered pages at the beginning, uh, old and crumbling, uh, are filled as it, as it flips, you just see names as the pages flip by, but uh, it goes back. You can see a date at the top uh, that uh, dates back to the Shadowfall. 
Are you just a guest book to see who visits the temple, or uh, should we bring you with us? The uh, book begins to glow a bit, and then uh, some glowing energy comes off of the book and rests in the seat behind the book, and a figure, a, a spectral figure forms of a weathered old man uh, hunched over uh, and like just looks decrepit already, let alone now being a ghost. Uh, and he says, no, 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 I can't go. It is my job to record those who place their attempts here at the temple. Ooh, attempts for what? Oh, attempts to get the Aurora Orb from this place. Oh. <laughs> oh. What if we were here for something different? Different like what? Uh, like, we heard there was this book that talked and we came to see it. You would normally be able to leave, although the two of you have already taken the contract. You are now bound to this place to seek the orb. Oh, contract, you say? God damn it, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, Ellery, it looks like we're, we're in it. Yeah, yeah, no, we're here for yeah. the Aurora Orb. Deeran puts his hands out at them like, see? <laughs> <laughs> Scarpin waves them over. <laughs> uh, you did not come seeking the orb? Oh, oh no, we did. I think, I think she was being sly. Yeah I, was, yeah, I was just trying to see if, you know, because I guess the thing is that if we are successful and we take the Aurora, 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 Aurora Orb, if we, if we take the orb, then our names will be the last ones in the book and then everyone will know it is us that has it. So then I was thinking we would be a target for people to come after for the orb themselves instead of going through you in the proper system. So, you know, maybe we can set something up that if we are successful, we can just sign a few false names under our own so that it looks like we weren't successful and nobody's coming after us. If you are capable of taking the orb, then you are already far more of a target than this little old book will leave upon you. Oh. For one who can take the Aurora Orb must be woven into the strands of fate itself. Oh. It was an item crafted by the brass witch with her own strands of fate. And she used that fate to tie it to the future of this great empire. Tie it to ones who would one day need to wield this power to understand its secrets. But ones who were similarly steeped in the powers of fate. Um, Billroth would like to look at the book and flip it back exactly one page and see if he recognizes anybody's name. Any of his family or anyone from his past. Like one page back from the yeah from because your he figures position. like two like the further back you go the less likely yeah uh, you you open the book um, you, you know you flip to the page and the the spirit's like well, excuse me name uh, just one moment please 
Yeah, he starts keeping looking oh. through. Just one moment, please, is not a name. <laughs> uh, and as you as you flip quickly, uh, you flip it back to the page. You glance very quick. You don't recognize anything, um, like in your snap looking at it. Uh, and before he starts like shuffling the pages yep. on you. Right. Um, <clears throat> name. Belaroth looks at Deren. <laughs> Deren shakes his head so hard, no. I also feel like I shouldn't, but I don't feel like we can believe them to do this by their own. They've already signed hey. the contract. I mean, yeah, Scarpin and I are pretty strong, and I think we work uh, really well together. We but, traveled a bit you know, before, and it yeah. was successful without the two of you. So. We were fine before we met you. <laughs> well, I, I just would, I would be hard, well... Uh. Belroth Beacon. Oh my god, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Your name scrawls uh, into the book as well, underneath Welcome uh, to Ellery's the team. Name. <laughs> All right, just one left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, dear. Oh, man. You used my name. Yeah, but only half of it. And he did. <laughs> it matters not. One must willingly provide their name. Well, yeah, but like now I can't give you a fake name. A fake name will not work with this book anyway. I don't know, man. I'm a pretty good liar. And now you'll I'll never know. never know. I mean, you'll never know. It's Deer and Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> your name thanks uh, thanks for giving up my privacy book. man <laughs> i mean dear and you could have given wow. a fake last name and seen what happened yeah mr lincoln you t- totally could have done that <laughs> well, it's too late now man wow, my wait. whole my None whole vibe from... got messed up none of you are from europe right because the right to forget is not one that we uh offer or extend here <laughs> Uh, no, no, not not from there, but... Uh, oh, great. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> I didn't see anybody's name above ours, but is there anybody attempting the, the trials or the, the right now? Oh, no. Oh, God. It has been 70 years since someone last attempted this. Oh, that doesn't bode well for us. But wait. Or maybe, or maybe it bodes great. Yeah, I like that better. Yeah, it's it, you know it's been getting ready for seventy years, and you know it's 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 like now is our time. Yeah. Where do we go? <laughs> <laughs> the brass witch built this place. Well, the brass witch commandeered this place as part of her efforts. To provide a safe space for objects of power and for organizations like this one. She created our organization not not to seek information like the Notatia Collective did, but to protect information that it would be around for generations to come. It was meant to ensure that should evil walk this land again those who would face it would be prepared and this is why we came to be 
She built us, named us for her father. And so the black scale was born. Well, sure, man, but like lots of lots of companies and stuff, you know, like they've got a really noble mission statement or whatever when they start out, but then things get twisted, right? Like as they're starting to pursue other motives, you know what I mean, man? Never. That could never happen. I mean, it could. I don't see how. Belroth was pursuing knowledge, you know, to like share with people and like black black scale didn't give him money i i don't see how that's relevant or support well it's okay. true <laughs> give him a dime i i or mean that is true know. but it's hurting my feelings in strange ways but i feel like we should just move on let's move on well i'm just trying to say that like maybe this ghost doesn't know everything that's going on and should just try and like help us out man instead of being so you know sanctimonious about his mission statement that isn't even really happening anymore you know no it is there will always be those who seek to bring that information forward from the past and share it. Those, though our best teachers are those who lived it and those who remember it, let them sing forth the things that they recall from the era of shadows. And then, when their memories are no longer a part of our world, we will be there to support them with the written accounts the secrets of old brought back anew. That is what the Black Scale does. It is preservation of knowledge to pass on from generation to generation. I don't know, man. It doesn't feel like they're passing on much now, you know? Well, Except like been. money, you know, <laughs> all the way up to... Just not the, to Belrose. You know? Not to, yeah, not to the people who deserve it, you know. Oh, thank, thank you, Deirin. But Well, it has only been a scant 300 years since my lady built this place. And so I am certain that there are still many who are sharing their stories of those times now. Let their stories be the guideposts you need most. Oh, man. Nobody shares stories about those times anymore. Nobody remembers anything. What? Yeah, people are forgetting things. We call it the Faden. No, that's that's not right. No, it's well, it's true. It, it it's what's happening. Uh, you know, we have creatures and, and humanoids and that live for very long times and can't remember uh, their childhood anymore. I Even no you yourself, you you said you forget your own name. Ah, but that is not because of. Any sort of mortal failing. I am not mortal. I am. I have knowledge unchecked of the things that are within my purview. My identity is no longer among them. Prove it. How do we get the? How do we get the orb? Oh yes, through these doors you will find the pathway to the orb. The lady built this place to ensure that only those truly steeped in fate would find themselves in possession of the object. It is a thing of great power, and it cannot simply be passed from person to person, or its power would fade for when it was most needed. So, individuals who seek this object must prove 
that they are worthy to carry it. If you are steeped in fate, then there are ways for you to bypass the things you see beyond. But it will, it will lessen your resolve, lessen the power and connection you have to fate. Or, if you pass the challenges ahead and go fully strengthened, it will mean more time with the object, more of your questions answered. If you are ready to begin this challenge, then you need only to pass in the doors beyond and begin. That's not a, a question. That's a dragon symbol above the door and the front of this. Was that the black mm. scale? Yes, the symbol of the black scale. Uh, I know One I recognize. will stand for eternity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I should have laughed. <clears throat> yeah, that's not the same symbol, right? No, the black scale uses like a, a balance uh, as their symbol. Um, Belroth, do, do you still have that like uh, journal uh, from which one? You know, oh, the uh, one with the black scale symbol on it, or the yeah, one yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. From my okay, yes, and pulls it out. What is this? This is the symbol of the black scale, man. No, it's not. Um. I got this from a black scale university, um, actually, as a an onboarding <laughs> gift. Um, uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry to say I think you've been uh, scammed. Honestly, I, I you know what? Perhaps... I'm not going to disagree with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you're telling us. <laughs> Academia is a but bit that's... of a scam. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we're getting at, man. Well, this is not the symbol of the black scale. Fascinating. Is it something that you you do recognize? Well, I mean, oh, I mean okay, it looks like a black scale, <laughs> right? I I could see where there would be some confusion here, but uh but but it is not the symbol of the black scale. Deeran's eyes go wide. Uh and he whips out another notebook uh and starts jotting down uh stuff inside it and snaps it closed uh <laughs> and then uh looks at belroth and and he goes what if the ghost is right man well what what if the black scale university system is actually all a con man yeah. what if it's all fake and like you know the real black scale is still out there somewhere this symbol that we've never seen before man what if that's the real black scale and the one that we're seeing everywhere is just a way to take our money and our power and make us stupid can we not call it the the black scale university system because that's that's bsu and i'm not sure <laughs> like like bs university feels like maybe a little on the nose <laughs> i only live in this world anthony i didn't write it that's not my fault yeah that was not a name you won't find that name in the rule book anywhere <laughs> i'm not bullshit i'm just drawn that way <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Deeran, I, I mean, it would confirm several suspicions or counterpoint to your theory. What if this is a what if we are about to find things that happened before the fading, more things that happened before the fading? What if 
the black well, scale. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like for sure this was like pre-fading, right? Mm -hmm. And so what if they're both correct in that you are also correct that maybe the current black scale university system, as it is colloquially known. Um, <laughs> oh my God, man. Is bullshit. Be sus. Be sus. <laughs> is black scale university system. It bees sus. It is suspect. It's all coming together, man. Uh, I, I think we're about to learn a lot more about it's uh, their origins and less about how they operate today. So I think you uh, have a point. That's right, man. I know. We're going to see. We're going to see how they're connected and where it went wrong and who's really to blame for all of it. <laughs> um, uh, sure. Um, anyways... <laughs> Honestly, not the most ridiculous thing. No, I've it's ever really heard. not. It's yeah. the most grounded conspiracy he's ever mentioned. Uh, don't tell, I'm, I'm, don't talk about the mole board. people, though. That's the weird one. Uh -oh. No, I won't. Uh, you said there was two doors headed out of this room. I thought, or there's yeah, just a double door. No, it's two doors. <laughs> two doors. They're one opening. <laughs> two doors next to one another that open in the into the same space. And from the same space. But there are two there are... doors. One of them only opens to the truth, and one of them only <laughs> opens to lies. This is the first test. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, there, there are two doors, one on either side of the uh, desk, basically. Well, which Mr. door? Ghost, which, which way do we go? Oh, you may choose. They both open to the same place. <laughs> oh, that's, con <laughs> that's convenient. <laughs> yes. I'll take the left one. Oh man, I always, I always take the right door. You know, you I'll would never you. want to take the wrong door. Oh boy, I'll, you I'll can, meet you on the other you side, dear. You can go into both. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna go Give in the left I gotta, door. Hold on, I gotta stand up. <sighs> it's been a long time since I've had to stand up. <sighs> Do ghosts stand up? <laughs> oh, apparently oh, that's a good point. That's a that's no. out of game. Oh, Anthony. Uh, no, they don't. Um, and so he's going. Uh, all right, here we go. And he like starts to raise himself up away from the desk. And he's like, I, I don't have, you might consider muscles or joints, yeah. or ligaments or bones. But when I died, I still feel the things I felt then. And I could, I could feel that decay. And so I am stuck with it forever. <laughs> tragic uh, shuffles the toward worst, the door worst ghost situation like yeah. to die uh, like less cool than you had been <laughs> at one point in life like and then be stuck that way forever that sucks i hope that's not how ghosts work well that's how they do we just how they work out. here <laughs> uh, well listen to this month's patreon episode at patreon.com slash adventure incorporated just adventuring. Nope. Adventure Inc. Just adventuring. Yep. It's good. Patreon.com slash adventure Inc. That's what I said. Nailed it. <laughs> you will learn about ghosts, my dudes. Uh, okay. So the ghost shuffles toward the uh, right door because that was a compelling argument that you never would want to pick the wrong door. Right. Um, he shuffles toward the right door and he's like, after you. I don't need the door, but I find it makes me feel better if I walk through one. <laughs> 
Yeah, Deeran opens the door for him then. Uh Okay. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty slow going. Um that you the, are standing there the while ghost he or the door. The the ghost. The door opens easily. Got it. Uh but the ghost, like you're waiting, you know, you open it for him, you're waiting for him to shuffle by and whoo, woof. Uh it takes a while. Well all right. Um Bring on the first uh, challenge, I guess. Yeah, I'll see you guys on the other side. Uh, and Deeran <laughs> steps through the right door. All right. Yes, Scarbin steps through the left door. Uh, Belroth? Uh, the correct door. Mm, I'm going to need a left or a right. Uh, I said the right door. Okay, right door. No, that, which is the left door. Ellery? Left. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, Freya? Uh, Freya follows me. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> he turns back. There's nobody behind him. Yeah, Darren. Darren puts a treat out, uh, like the right door, uh, to try to lure Freya around his <laughs> does, door. So does it work? Belroth, did you did you do right or left? The left door, which is the right door. I said the correct. <laughs> Great. The left door. Listen, in uh, my job, that we can't joke about stuff like that. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Which vein? The right vein. Okay. No! <laughs> so we, we ask people so many times, and then when they say, oh, it's the right leg. So I said, the right leg is the correct leg. Yes. We say, say that loop so many times. Okay. It's, it's good. For the leg on the right-hand side of your body, correct? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the wrong-hand side. Like he's like, I've had too many accidents. This isn't a fucking no. joke anymore. <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> uh, okay, so, Bell, I mean, um, Deeran, you're, you walk alone uh, through the right door. Well, actually with a ghost. Uh, everyone else goes through the left door. Uh, you do arrive in the same place. The room is much smaller uh, this time. Uh, and as you enter the room, the sconces on the walls uh, burst alight with a soft orange flame. Uh, and in front of you, you see a uh, balance, a scale uh, that is yeah, made out of black metal. Um, and in front of it are six metallic orbs. And the spirit says, this, it, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I No, I can <laughs> see where there might be <laughs> some, some confusion. Uh, oh, okay, well, this is a black scale. Uh, though not a symbol of our organization, for this challenge, (laughs) you must take these orbs that you see placed in front of you. One of them is ever so light compared to the others. There are six orbs. You may weigh the orbs twice and twice only. If you attempt to weigh them more, they will reset, and they will shuffle around. You will not know which orb is which. If you can correctly identify which orb is lightest, you may move on. So we can only measure them three times? Twice. Twice. Mm. Does the scale look like it can fit more than one orb at a time? Yes. Six, six I wasn't going anywhere if with that. If you do not wish to participate in this, you wish to force your way through further along, it is possible, though your connection to fate will weaken, 
after the second one, we have to give our our judgment. Correct. Correct. Um. Well, no. After after you weigh it the second time, it resets. It, like it, if you, you don't. If, after you weigh it the second time, you may provide which ball is lightest. And if we are wrong, then it what will happens? reset. What happens? Oh, okay. It will reset. You will only get three tries at this. Okay. Total. I think like three resets. So two resets. And then just a clarification, clarifying question: Do we die? <laughs> what? I just, what kind a of lot place of things, do you think this is? Well, it's a challenge. A lot of things that we've been dealing with lately. It's like if we don't get it right, we die. So I just wanted to be clear that that if we don't get it right, then maybe we just don't get the aurora orb and <laughs> we go home. This this is a challenge for your mind. This so is not a place where I, you would die. Go, we're the just going insane. <laughs> next room may be a place where okay. you could die, but not oh. not here. So oh, that's nice. I think I think I have an idea. Group. Um, I, Excellent. I, I think I have it. I think we do three. We take three orbs and three orbs, and we weigh them all on the scale, and we see which one is lighter. We eliminate the ones that are heavier, and then with our second one, we'll have three orbs left, right? Um, with our second one, we just weigh two orbs. If they are equal in weight, then the orb that we didn't weigh is the lightest. If one is lighter, one is lighter. Does that make sense? You know, yeah. my grandma always said I've got a brain for performing and not for puzzling. So I'm just going to default to you here because I have no idea what she just said. <laughs> Does that... Like, I know <laughs> all the words you used, <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense to did me. Did that make sense to, out of game? Did that make sense to other people or no? Specifically, I guess, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, Rob, it did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Scarpin. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. But I just would like to... So, we have three tries. May I try that attempt? Or, uh, Darren, or what do you yeah, think? Can I, I just... Um, so we'll weigh all six orbs, all six of these balls at once? So we'll do... Three. We'll break them up into two groups of three. Because it's a black right. scale. Or, um, on one side, we'll put three. On the other side, we'll put three. One of those yeah, groups will so be slightly six. lighter. Because only one of those orbs is slightly lighter. That sure. one will be lighter. Yeah. We can eliminate the heavier ones. Oh, five of them are the same and weight. Then yeah, and then, and then one is one. of them is the... Yep. Listen, that's, that's instructions really... When things get explained to me, I really only hear like part of it. <laughs> if it's too much explaining, I just kind of turn off and stop listening. Because, you know... The in the instructions part of the games are never the fun parts of that the games. That is true. <laughs> That's why we <laughs> never play tabletop games. Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the instructions are, the, are most important. It is sacred yeah. that you adhere to the rules of any th game that you play. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I would be to play it. Or <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Yeah, Ghost. Yeah, Belroth, that sounds great. That sounds like a... Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just sitting around talking for hours with no real point or purpose. <laughs> what is this, an improv show? Anyways, let's... <laughs> um, so yeah, Belroth takes... Uh, <clears throat> he breaks the six orbs into two groups, and he weighs them uh, against each other. Yeah, the, uh, the right side of the balance uh, uh, is a little bit lighter, which is to say the left side. So the left side that has the orbs that are lighter... Yeah. Um, he takes those and he puts them aside. He takes the ones that are heavier and he kind of puts them aside to like eliminate them. And then yeah. he just takes two random ones and puts them on the scale and has a la uh, one left over. Okay. Uh, yeah. The uh, balance tips again to the same 
side. Okay. He pulls the one that's uh, lighter and presents it to the spirit. Now, the... before wait, you wait. do that, Belroth, are you sure that the maybe the scale just only goes that one way? I cannot. Or are you sure that it doesn't? I am not sure. Um, well, we do have another attempt, so we could test that theory, Ellery. If If that is the case, we were not given a rule. Because that means sure. that the scale is unfair. Sure. I'm just saying a lot of things in life are unfair, and maybe oh, this yeah, is a deeper Bellrock. test. This is like the carnival all uh, over again, man. <laughs> Listen, oh, I, I know bad. I'm very confident oh, about no. this one, and if it is wrong, then there's an extra rule we are not considering, and we have two more attempts. Okay, I trust you, okay, Belrock. We have one attempt. He, he presents He presents the... Uh, maybe try the thir- third the, attempt to test Ellery's theory. <laughs> he presents the orb that was lighter in his second test. Okay. So no. You okay, hand that. <laughs> <laughs> you hand that to the spirit, and he says, "Yes, yeah, this is the one." All right. Thank you. <laughs> he, he puts it back. Uh, Belroth Beacon says, in the house. Four heroes who would face great evil. It is important to sharpen the mind, to keep it keen. These tasks that are laid before you, they are ones that will test you. Your acuity. You must be prepared to make quick decisions with little information, but to do so in ways that can provide you the best outcomes. Do not ignore your mind. It is a great asset and a powerful tool. On we go. He shuffles into the next room. Belroth is so happy. Into the room that might kill us. Oh, yes, yes. This one may kill you. <laughs> there are two doors here as well. One on either side of this uh, uh, balance. Jiren right. picks the right door again. <laughs> so does the ghost. Scarpin follows the ghost. <laughs> Belleroth follows Scarpin and Freya follows Scarpin. Ellery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right or left? Yeah, she goes left. Always oh, okay. All right, great. <laughs> uh, so uh, the you pass beyond into the next room. Again, both uh, doors open to the same uh, area. Um, and the spirit uh, uh, waits for you all to gather. Um, and he says, in addition to your mind, you must be prepared for anything that might strike you to your very core to that which protects your being, your body. This is a test of your body. And the sconces flare to light again, and around the room there are 12 metallic automatons. Uh, The way that they are structured, they look almost like a slam man. Uh, They are... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Is that the the boxer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that lights up like its eyes. And... <laughs> Essentially, they are uh, humanoid, uh, metallic creatures with uh, uh, gems that glow in their uh, in their eyes. Um, <laughs> Rock'em, sock'em, warforged. They, yeah. <laughs> they look like uh, you might have seen ever some sort of golems that would move around that uh, might do random tasks here or there. But these are like ancient uh, clockwork, weird versions of, of such a thing. Um, 
and they uh, were to life as the uh, spirit stands in the center of the room. So these 12 creatures are now uh, coming at you. Go ahead and roll initiative. We're, we're surrounded, like, in a... You, kind of, you guys uh, have your backs to the wall, to the entrance you came from, right? Okay. Uh, and so the four of you are together and sort of turtled out around mm. you are the uh, the 12. They're like a semicircle surrounding you. 12. Also 12. 12. Uh, f- oh. Five. Two. Whoops. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> When uh, Dieran and Ellery are yeah, the high for our, for our initiative. That's usually bad news. This may come as a shock, but uh, you, they go first. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Uh, they immediately wear to life, and six of them uh, throw their arms to the side, and blades uh, shoot out of their arms to extend out uh, to basically they now have sword hands. And uh, the six behind uh, raise their arms up and you can see that crossbow bolts are rising up out of their um, armholes. So they are like they are in mounted with crossbows. Uh, So first of all, the six that uh, are physically attacking come charging forward. Uh, We'll say that there's one one comes through to attack each of you and then one of you will get an additional one, including Freya in this. Yep. Uh, So let's see. The one that is attacking Ellery. Uh, One hit on Ellery for five damage. There is one that is attacking Scarpin. Does not hit Scarpin. One that is attacking Deeran. One hit on Deeran, even uh, though with you're my, with my fourteen. It? Yes. Okay. Uh, that one is for seven damage. Oof. Ooh. One on Belroth. That is one hit on Belroth Ugh. for three damage. Okay. And one on Freya. That is a miss on Freya. Yeah, it is. The last one. Strike Scarpin. That is a hit on Scarpin. Woo! For six damage. And then then the crossbow bolts begin to fly through the air. Uh, The bolts, none of them hit you guys. They just clatter into the wall behind you as you dodge out of the way. Um, uh, and they prepare, like, you can watch them raise one arm after they fire it, like, and you can see the mechanisms of it reloading while they prep the second one. Um, so it is your turn. How big is the room? Uh, about 60 feet from this wall to the back wall, and then probably 80 feet wide. Great. Uh, stay back, you guys. Uh, and Deeran, uh, like points the end of his his staff uh, into the center of the room. Uh, his eyes flash red really quickly for half a second, uh, and a little orb shoots out of his necklace, uh, flies into the, like, the back part of the room uh, before exploding uh, out in a 40-foot sphere of fire. Yeah. Uh, 
deer Fireball is throwing 40 foot? his 40 foot radius yeah radius or 40 foot um diameter 20 foot radius oh i thought it was bigger than that nope. like a lot bigger that's why i asked <laughs> okay uh in that space you catch two of the melee ones and three of the uh shooty ones i thought the shooty ones were behind us no they're behind them oh okay sure sure there's like two ranks got it i for some reason thought they were shooting the most us. i can get in two-thirds of this room is five without hitting us yes or, yeah. okay feels like uh trash anthony okay <laughs> but if you want to center it on yourself you can hit more <laughs> <laughs> i don't but the way that they're fanned out you're kind of you're cutting a semicircle out of a opposite direction semicircle i'm cutting a full circle right well sure you're cutting a circle out of but yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. cutting against the grain of this other circle 15 20 i'm trying to say is look at a venn diagram okay this 31. The diagram of guys you hit is within this fireball. Uh, uh, 31. So they need deck saves? Yeah. I hope those robots are very nimble. What's the DC? Uh, 15. Uh, one of the ones in the back row uh, manages to dive to the side. Uh, the rest of them do not. <laughs> Great. Uh, what happens to these Mr. Slam Mans? Mr. Slam Man. Uh, how much did you do? <laughs> 31 damage. Okay. Uh, the uh, ball of fire erupts. Um, uh, cause you can feel the rush of heat and wind as dust is blown uh, all over the room. One of them you watch dive to the side. Uh, he is singed, uh, but he is uh, mostly okay. Uh, the others look badly uh, damaged. Like there's uh, some of the metal has started to melt off of the creatures in a couple of places. You can see into the interior of some of these. Uh, the more hardened steel of the interior clockworks are not affected, but some of the outer metal casings were. Um, you can see like whirring gears and a couple of like glowing crystals along with etched sigils along the inside. They look like they're in very bad shape. They're not dead. Well, they're not living, but they're not destroyed, uh, but they are definitely worse for wear uh, after your explosive fireball. Yeah, it makes sense that the stuff on the inside is uh, unharmed. Everyone knows that fireballs can't melt st steel beams, uh, deer and especially. <laughs> Good Lord. Anthony, can Ellery yes. do like a, I don't know, technology check to see like how these are running? Like, you say they look like clockwork, but is it literal? Like, are their insides clockwork? Are they run by... Winding? Like, yeah, are they are they run by gears, basically? Give give me an arcana check. Okay. It's not good. Uh, six. Okay. Looking into it, you do see gears. So there are gears spinning and gears that are, are moving, um, okay. you don't know what those things affect necessarily and what aspects of these creatures would or would not rely on those things. You also see crystals and runes. So presumably it is some combination of the three. Okay. Um, all right. Ellery is going to put her hands, uh, kind of up to the sky. 
I've got a prickin' on the tips of my fingers. I've got an image in the back of my brain. Where there was nothing, let there be something. Show me a new stick of gum. <laughs> and so she's gonna get a medium-sized stick of gum. Like, <laughs> gum. Like a big old block of gum. How big is medium? Five by five feet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, okay. Like gum. gum. So you just get this big block of of uh, gum. Like yep. A, uh, yep. And you're just gonna jam it into one of the open chest cavities. Oh, I cavities? was just gonna like I was gonna use it like I I was gonna use it as like a ranged attack. I think it's gonna get wet. Like huck it in there. I was gonna. You gotta chew it. And then, the way, yeah, like. You have to. Did you conjure it? Like it. That's how gum works. That's how you no, activate it. No, because like it. if you put dry gum in the middle of gears, it is gonna bend. Gears, yeah. it'll still eventually mm -hmm. like, get wet. From no, it will still bend. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like the wet makes it sticky, right? But it will still it will sticky. still be gum. Like a big plot, a big block of gum will can still be crushed by like mixers. Ellery, you do Show you. me pre-chewed gum. Like, I think they make. <laughs> 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 that solves my problem though yeah five by five gloopy globby pre-chewed glob of gum wow already been, okay uh already been conjured so you're gonna throw it you could probably rip <laughs> Anthony, off chunks of it and throw what it what a good question that was my pl plan was to have it as like an arsenal of pre-chewed um, gum to throw yeah, like of like balls amazing. to kind of de to 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 not yeah to like incapacitate them. Listen, Ellery is not like her. No, no, I think it's a great idea. I'm not judging you. Spells, like I have to get a little creative sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's a great that. idea. I guess roll a ranged attack yeah, roll then. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Ooh, fifteen plus probably nothing plus nothing. I think. Yeah, unarmed strike, I get a plus three, not that. <laughs> uh, okay, you take a, a wad of this gum, like a fairly decent sized one. Yeah. We'll say like- gum uh, it up. Yeah, like, you know, like a, a sixth or so of your total block. Uh, and you, you just huck it at this creature. <laughs> An eight inch wad of gum. <laughs> Uh, and it, uh, passes into the cavity and, uh, starts to, the gears start mashing at this thing like, uh, like teeth would. Um, and you watch as the robot's arms start to do like, like they start waggling around. Uh, and then after they waggle, they just fall limp. Uh, the creature is still marching forward, but, uh, but its arms are, are waggly limpless or limp things. Waggly limp things. They're like noodles. They got noodle arms. <laughs> All right. Noodle All arms. Right, noodle no arms. bones. No bones arms. No, no bones, bones arms. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Ellery, can I put some of those on my arrows? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that would be great. Get some gum-tipped arrows. Would it? Gum-tipped arrows. <laughs> We're gonna find out. <laughs> uh, Belroth uh, takes a little bit of gum, puts it on an arrow. Um, he casts on one of the um automatons in the back that got hit by the fireball. Uh, he casts Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. With his bonus action. He makes uh, a ranged attack at it with his gum 
based arrow. I should probably roll it down. I would like you to. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, okay. I believe that is your based <laughs> gum arrow. <laughs> uh, 15. Uh, 15 will hit. Okay. We've established a D8 15 hits with gum. That is 15 <laughs> Hits with gum. You know, it's the the hard-hitting podcast that does the things that people want. Um, uh, Woo, almost max damage. Eight plus five plus three. So, 16, right? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Plus gum damage. Plus gum. How much, how much extra damage do I roll for None. gum? None. Uh, you don't roll any <laughs> okay. extra damage for gum. Uh, you fire the arrow with the gum into the creature. Uh, and is, as you uh, slam the, the uh, arrow into the gearworks of the chest with the gum, uh, everything gets all crunched up and together and the creature like convulses standing there for a few seconds and oh then uh, falls Excellent. down still convulsing on the floor for a few more minutes before it, it shuts off completely the power of and God. then with my other with my other attack freya is gonna attack um the, the automaton in front of it okay um that is a 24 that's a hit yeah 11 12 damage Okay. Ellery, gum me. And he reaches out, puts out a hand. <laughs> she plops some gum in that hand. And Scarvin's not great at range attack, so he runs up and tries to shove the gum inside the mechanisms with as an as an attack. I love our problem solving this episode. Natural one. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Give me um, there's, some, there's gonna be some OSHA violations this episode. <laughs> yeah, give me a Dex uh, saving throw. I said he wasn't great at range attack, so that <laughs> uh, ten. Okay, uh, you go to jam a wad of gum into this creature, uh, and I, th- I think like you just sort of misjudge the distance. You drop the wad of gum. And it falls just to the bottom of the torso, like inside. And you go to reach in to grab it instinctively, like, oh, I dropped it. Shoot. And you go to grab it. Uh, and you get caught by some gears uh, that crunch your hand. Uh, so I'm going to say that uh, you take uh, you take four damage, but uh, you will have disadvantage when using your left hand for this fight until you can get a chance to like, you know, it's just the pain is just un- unbearable. Stuck his hand in the box. That's what happens. Yep. 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 All right. Yeah. He's way too distracted to cast a uh, spiritual weapon here. So he's, he's, he's ending his turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's everybody, uh, right? Yeah, it is. Great. Yep. So the creatures uh, take their attacks. Uh, the gum creature, uh, the 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 noodle arm, uh, waggles. Which one? There's now two, right? No, there's only one noodle arm. Yeah, um, you killed the other one with the. Yeah. Oh, the arrow killed it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So uh, noodle arm uh, moves toward Ellery and uh, whips its noodle arm forward at you, Ellery. <laughs> um, and it just it, it it bounces like it just effortlessly like hits you but it does nothing it just like slaps you with its uh arm and falls away and you're like okay 
Uh, the other uh, robots step forward to do their melee attacks. Uh, one on Scarpin. The other on Scarpin, since he uh, became aggressive. Uh, one on Freya. <laughs> one on Belroth. And one on Deeran. Oh. No hits. No, no very nice. low yeah. rolls across the board. Uh, and then... Uh, we are fated to be here. There are <laughs> shots that fire from the ones in the back uh, that are still alive, which is uh, five of them. And then they, they do the same thing where they're going to fire a bolt and then they're going to start to reload that bolt while they prepare the second bolt. Wow. Wow. Nice. Terrible shots all around. They're all, they're all pulling Scarpins, huh? <laughs> they're pulling some, they are definitely pulling a Scarpin. Uh, so yeah, no, no hits that round for the automatons and it's back to you guys. Uh, there are three very damaged, uh, automatons left, right? And one semi-damaged from my fireball? Uh, yes. Three very damaged, one semi-damaged from your fireball, and one semi-damaged from Freya. Great. Uh, Deeran looks at the three that are most damaged, uh, and... Uh, kind of snaps his fingers really quickly. Uh, and when that happens, three four starts uh, shoot out at them. Uh, magic missile to hit them. Uh, and the first one gets a uh, gets five damage. Uh, the second one is four damage. And the third one is three damage. Nice. Okay. They are still up. Fuck. I was hoping that would... I was I know, hoping you... they were close. You wanted a three for one there. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Scarpin's inside one of the robots, so he would like to uh, reach around, try and grab the gum, and then shove it oh, upwards uh, to gum it up <laughs> as he originally intended. So uh, I'm not sure okay. is, what is the, the strength. This is uh, dexterity. It's dexterity. 14. It's definitely dexterity. Definitely don't use too much. Strength. Okay, 14. Yeah, with a 14, uh, you grab the gum. And you, uh, safely, and you <laughs> rip it up out of there uh, and go to jam it into the uh, gears, and it, like, flops back down. Like, it got oh dirty uh, inside and just, like, uh, it's all covered it didn't in grease. catch. Yeah, yeah, it didn't catch when you went to go jam it in, and, uh, and it flopped back down. Uh, he, like, pumps his shield upwards a little bit to cast a uh, spiritual weapon, and the uh, amorphous uh, rectangle... Yellow uh, comes out and smacks this uh, robot in the face. <laughs> okay. For a 17 to hit. Hey. hit. Six damage. You take your spiritual weapon um, and it, it just like floats down and just jams itself onto the face of this robot who struggles against it, like trying to to pull it away. And he can't. And eventually the robot, I guess, suffocates uh, and is dead. <laughs> the gum worked, Ellery. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, and then Ellery uh, holds her hands out to one. And sings, glow, heat it up, heat it up, glow, iron, silver, copper, or gold, all of it is going to glow. 
Are you targeting Noodle Arm? Yeah. Fuck Noodle okay. Arm. Uh, Noodle Arm begins to glow red hot. Uh, the You can feel the heat radiating off of Noodle Arm. Um, don't roll any damage yet because uh, it won't be for him. So uh, he is now uh, highly uh, heated, superheated, and more powerful. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, it I get thought it might. I, on attacks, oh it does. Well, it's not holding the thing. It is the yeah. thing. I was a little worried about it, but I wanted to try it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much okay. metal around. Sorry. Oh God. Uh, That's fair. Jeez, uh, Louise. Um, Belleroth, uh Bonus action moves his hunter's mark to another one in the back. Another one of the shooters. Yep. Um, and takes a shot. Uh, there are no um, automatons in the back that are undamaged, right? There are three undamaged in the back. And uh, Sorry, there is none left that are damaged. There are two that are damaged in the back. Oh, okay. So then... I'm, I better. pretty much he assume... moves into one that was damaged. I'm going to assume most of the time, unless you tell me otherwise, you're aiming for the most damaged one. Perfect. Correct. Right. Uh, that's what I wanted to make clear. Okay. Um, I mean, I could have done... I was thinking about sharpshootering one, but, like, mm. whatever. Might as well pick him off. Um, and he does that. Yeah, this one's got real issues with uh, both of his parents. Um, <laughs> he's had Most some damaged. real bad relationships. He's super damaged. Um, that would be a 19, so that hits. Okay. And, uh, oopsies. Four... Uh, 12 plus 3, 15. Good news, he's not the most damaged anymore. <laughs> okay, he's now the most dead. The second most dead. Um, And then Freya attacks the one in front of her that is about to go down. The one that she already attacked, yeah. Yep, Uh, for a, a 19. That'll hit. Why is it? Uh, 9. Uh, okay. 9 damage. It's not dead. Oh my god, she's she doesn't get her damage potential when she can't charge. She <laughs> lost the first turn. <laughs> uh, the creatures now make their attacks. Uh, flaming Noodle Arm attacks uh, Ellery, oh uh, oh and god. the heat. You can feel these like heat whips uh, as they come barreling in towards you. You feel like if you get hit with it this time, it's not going to be. Uh, anywhere near as ineffective so this time you do a very fancy like as the whip comes in uh you do a fancy dodge out of the way it, it's like it uh travels like right over you as you lean backwards uh and you uh, avoid getting hit by this uh, noodle arm uh, for the rest of you there are ex <laughs> one of them uh, one of the melee ones is dead that was on scarpin so the other one still does attack scarpin that's not a hit uh, the one on Freya, the one on Belroth, oh my god, and the one on Deeran. Hey, that's a crit! Uh, so oh, the one no. Deeran, um, uh, it slams a blade directly into your belly. Uh, Oof! Just straight through, like, you can feel that it has torn your shirt on the back, uh, on, like, as it has popped out the back of you. Uh, and it deals you 12 damage, uh, oh. as the blade pierces through to the other side, uh, and slides back out. Yeah, uh, as the blade comes out, uh, a 
healthy gout of blood uh, pours out of the wound and uh, comes out of Deeran's mouth at the same time. Uh, he is looking bad. Uh, seeing the the spirit goes like yes yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Seeing Deeran just get whomped. Uh he runs over and attacks that one that uh, was attacking Deeran, knowing that that's going to get an attack of opportunity on Scarpin. It misses. Yeah, great. <laughs> so he then casts um, Inflict Wounds at level three uh, on <laughs> this mofo. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, nice. Uh, 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And so that's 4d8. I've never rolled 4d8 before. Seventeen damage. Okay, uh, yeah, you step up and flood this creature with uh, the energy from your spell, um, and you watch as it seems to interact with the magic that is already a part of the creature. Um, and you like its eyes flicker for a moment. Uh, that you are definitely like inflicting damage upon it with this spell, even though it's like an automaton, right? Nice. Uh, so yeah, it's hurt. And the bonus action: attack it with the uh, spiritual weapon. Six to hit. That's not going to hit. Mm. <laughs> the pillow just kind of nestles next to its head. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that everybody? I think that's everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Uh, the the uh, creature once again with the... Wait, no. Ellery, have you gone? Because you already got attacked by the flaming noodle arm. So yeah. you get another turn. Oh. Since then. Oh. Well, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Ellery's <laughs> going to throw some more gum. Sorry. I've <laughs> I was so disheartened. Uh, so disheartened and very, very hot. Um, so that's going to be a three. Uh-oh. Not enough. Um, yeah. And there is only, aside from the one with noodle arms in front of you, uh, there is only one other creature that has any sp- like open cavity anyway in the back row, yeah. um, and so that uh, avenue is closing. Um, all right, the creatures now make their attacks. Flaming noodle arm first at uh, Ellery. No hits with the flaming noodle arms. Barely, like it, you just barely uh, dodge these uh, the fire. Belroth. Nothing. Freya. Great. Freya is hit. Uh Uh-oh. She takes eight damage from one of the blades. Scarpin, you have run up and once again drawn uh, the ire of another of these creatures as you've attacked it directly and uh, pulled it from Deeran. Nice. Um, It misses you. And the one that was already attacking you steps into you as well. That one misses as well. Excellent. Yeah, uh, and then the ranged attacks. Sorry, ranged attacks. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, Scarpin, one of these bolts uh, fires in and just finds the perfect spot to sink into uh, your neck, uh, the soft, exposed bits of your neck. Um, you take 
15 damage from the bolt Oof. as it buries deep inside of you. Uh, the other one hits Belroth. For 15 as well. Uh, both Oof. of these were critical hits uh, as they um, struck. Uh, the, yours lands right in your chest next to your uh, demon spike. <laughs> Belroth uh, getting uh, hit so hard instinctively uh, points his finger out at that um, automaton that used it on him and uses hellish rebuke. Okay, it is uh, it is rebuked. Duh, makes a deck saving throw. Failure. Ooh, take 2d10 damage. Here we go. Uh, 8 plus 4. Okay. 12. Uh, fire damage. Great. Uh, your turns. Uh, Scarpin, he attacks the one that is what that had attacked Deeran, the one that he attacked last time, with an inflict wounds again. Okay. And this time he really concentrates on the the spell, um, and makes sure that he fuck fourteen. Bless you. Uh, fourteen hits. Oh. Okay. Nice. Uh, so he's gonna roll four, uh, three d tens. <clears throat> oh, you pumped it up. <laughs> yep. Or did you just roll the wrong thing last time? The wrong things last time. <laughs> <laughs> this is at, yeah, this is at level two. Uh, uh, 48 and 3d10 are uh, close to similar. <laughs> I mean, they could be. <laughs> uh, so I think it's actually in your favor a bit, but that's fine. Well, I, it would have been 4d10, yeah. Uh 18 damage. Okay. Uh, that one's enough. You flood nice. this creature with energy and it uh, its eyes flicker again until they just burn out. Uh, and then it, it's just like limply slung uh, standing there. Nice. And Scarbin swings his shield pointing the spiritual weapon back from that one who died to the one that uh, just attacked him with critically. Four. Oh, to the, the ranged one? 15 to hit. Uh, okay, 15 hits. Fuck. Uh, four damage. Cool. Uh, Deeran puts his hand on Scarpin's shell uh, and like lifts himself back up off one knee and says, thanks so much, man. Thanks for, thanks for stepping in there. Gotcha, buddy. Uh, uh, and then he points a finger out uh, like a finger gun uh, and fires off the first of three scorching rays from his necklace uh, to hit the most damaged uh, automaton that's out there. Okay. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Hits. Great. And it does uh, three damage. Okay. Uh, the next ray is a 26 to hit. Hits. And it does four damage. You fire off two rays in quick succession at the uh, flaming robot in front of Ellery. Um, both blasts are on target and land right through a crystal, uh, right in the center of the chest. And as the second uh, blast of magic hits that crystal, the crystal cracks and the automaton goes dark. Nice. Uh, Deeran redirects then his third shot. Uh, and that is a 24 to hit. 
Okay, hit. And that one does eight damage. Nice. Okay. That's at the one that is attacking Scarpin. Perfect. Uh, Ellery runs towards Deer and thank you so much for taking care of that. Uh, and she puts her hand on his shoulder. Fights aren't easy. Wounds can kill. But if I can help it, none of them will. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds, but she's going to cast it at second level. So. All right. Eleven. Nice. Oh, sorry. Plus three. Yeah, even better. Fourteen. So, yeah, Deeran looks much healthier. The the spirit's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um yeah as Spirit. the hole closes up in Darren's stomach like he stands uh, a bit straighter uh still not good posture but uh definitely <laughs> not uh bleeding not out posture, posture. Yeah. yeah 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 hunched over but not like hunched over yeah yeah like oh <laughs> you, maybe he has scoliosis kind of situation you know yeah 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 totally weird <laughs> um so there is still an automaton in front of freya uh that automaton is yes there's still an automaton in front of freya and uh, an automaton next to me as well yeah that's fighting me yeah um okay belroth is would i be able to sharpshooter it like or is not close range i don't uh, think okay um that's why i've been like shooting things at the back yeah yeah I yeah figured um okay so then um not using a bonus action uh, to move my hunter's mark. He's gonna. I'm gonna make an attack at uh, an, a damaged automaton in the back with sharpshooter. Okay. So uh, uh, less to hit, more to damage. If I hit fourteen. Nope. Thirteen. Thirteen will not hit. Uh, your arrow s- just misses the automaton and slams into the wall, de- burying deep into the stone. Uh, second shot, uh, also at with the sharpshooter, and that one's a dirty twenty. That one will hit. Nice. Okay. Um. So it takes a d6 plus thirteen. So five plus thirteen. A Okay. Yeah. The creature. Uh. You fire an arrow through. Um. And it pierces. Uh. What appears to look like. It looks like it pierces like through some of the runes on the inside. Uh, and the creature falls uh, down, like just falls apart, basically. All the pieces come apart. Cool. And then bonus action, Freya is going to attack the one in front of it. Yeah. I got so many attacks now, it's great. Um, that would be a 14. That'll hit. I, You know, I believe in her. I think this is the one that she'll finally take this thing down. You know, a cat versus a robot. Not really... I've seen them destroy things in my house. Yeah, let's go. Max damage, eight plus five, hey. 13. Yeah, she takes it down, just tears into it, yeah. and, and brings it to the ground. Hell Extremely yeah. good girl. She's a beast. Woo! That's my yes. girl. Technically, yes. She is a beast. Uh, the, okay. The, wild. the automatons that are left, one attacks Scarpin. No hit. Uh, the other one attacks Belroth. Uh, that is... Did we skip Ellery again? No, no she healed no, me. No, I healed... Dear. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Uh, Belroth, that's a hit. Ouch. You take seven that's damage. That's a hit! 
Oh, Belroth is definitely bleeding. The Quite shooty ones begin shooting. We have one hit that slams into Deeran. Oh. For... Oops, wrong die. Wrong die. Who dis? For six damage. All right. And it is now your turns. Uh, there are Ellery's two melee bots and three shooty bots. Ellery's going to run to Belroth. Fights aren't easy. Wounds can kill. But if I can help it, none of them will. Um, and she's going to cast that at second level as well. Excellent. Thank you. Oh. Well, we see who Ellery likes more. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> cool, I got all those hit points back. He's now technically not bleeding, but not by much. <laughs> okay. Oops. Man, second level and only at seven. I rolled two twos. So it's okay. Uh, so she's she's going to uh, keep her hand on Belroth's shoulder, um, and as a bonus action, believe in all the strength inside you. Let my song support and guide you. Ooh, that's, that's the um, that's bardic inspiration. Excellent. I'm looking up what those things do again. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, then Belroth, uh, feeling rejuvenated, uh, sh- hunters, uh, not hunters, Mark, um, sharpshooters, uh, something in the back. He wants to hit one that's maybe in between two others in case he uses that moat and it explodes. Just in case. Okay. He's gonna use that moat immediately. Uh, it's not very good. What's the? Is it a D6 or a D4? It's a D8. Uh, Ellery. It's a D8. That's much nicer. Yeah, fifth level, baby. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it is still a 14, but he rolled. A 14 hits. Um, cool. And uh, he had used his mode of inspiration to, for his attack roll, so the note explodes. Okay. And so they have to make a con save. They make a con save. Deal, how much damage do you deal? Uh, I deal 17 damage. Both con saves passed. Okay, so they don't take it? Yeah. Yeah, they don't take two damage. Oh, well. Um, He's going to make another uh, sharpshooter attack. At the same one? Uh, the Well, the one, didn't that one, it took 17 damage? Did it not die? Did not die. Um, Actually, no. He's going to make a sharpshooter at another one. Soften up the crew. Okay. So the the least damaged one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, And that will be a uh, 19. That'll hit. Cool. That take that one takes uh, <laughs> 14. Okay. And then uh, Freya, if Freya charges the back line, is she going to get attacks of opportunity? Uh, No, no attacks of opportunity. Okay. Does she have enough space to, like... That's what I was trying to figure around. out. Um, I think she could, uh, yeah, she could like get a little bit of distance and charge over. That's fine. Okay. W- does she have enough tr- uh, distance to like pivot around and like charge the one right next to me? Oh no, like, she can't get feet? over to that one without attacks of opportunity. Okay, so then she's gonna charge the back line. Okay. Make an attack. Uh, that'll be eighteen plus five, twenty-three hits. It has to make a um, 
strength saving throw or get knocked down. It is. It gets knocked down, but Sweet. it gets up again. It takes. <laughs> it's well. It's prone. Uh, <laughs> like knocks it over completely. Yeah, and, and it takes extra damage. Uh, that is a D10, not a D8. Sorry. Four, five, six, seven. Uh, Twelve. Okay. Twelve damage. Great. Um, it. Uh, anyone else? Yeah. This round. Yeah. Um, what? So there's one in front of Belroth. There's two. There's two melee and three ranged remaining. Yeah. Uh, there's one in front of Belroth and one in front of Scarpin. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Uh, great. Deeran uh, points his staff at the like. Uh, the closest uh, automaton near him uh, and lifts the the head of one off the ground uh, and it flies toward the one in front of Belroth uh, uh, to hit. Uh, that is a uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. Uh, and then uh, when it collides with him, uh, the thing explodes, uh, dealing 3d8 bludgeoning damage to the uh, the one in front of Belroth. Okay. Uh, five, six, seven, eight damage. Okay. Scarpin? Nice. Scarpin's going to cast Inflict Wounds at level two. Uh, on the one in front of you? On the one in front of me, yeah. Get man, get man. 18 to hit. Hits. Oh, I can't roll a d20, can I? Uh, that would be... I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Anthony, I read the spell wrong. It was a deck save that the monster makes, not a not an attack roll from me. Um, Is it too late? I thought you had it roll yes. a deck save, in, or a save anyway. No. Uh, it, it failed. Okay. We don't have to go back in time. Sorry, listeners. I fucked it up. Sorry, listeners. We aren't going back in time again. We already did that. Go back a few episodes. You'll see. Wow, spoilers. Well, we're just not doing it right now, I should say. We don't know. Right. Yeah. We don't know what the future holds or the past. <laughs> time is a flat oh, circle. Yeah. Jeremy Barry, baby. 26 damage to this automaton in the current present. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect. <laughs> uh, okay. So the automaton in front of Belroth uh, turns abruptly away from Belroth. And Diren, it looks like it's charging directly for you. So uh, Belroth, go ahead and take an attack of opportunity if you so choose. You, I you get to won't decide. Because okay. I, I won't because we've been fucking up the rules in a different way. Some Since uh, something is in close combat with me, I should have been at disadvantage. Okay. You char- um, it, it so charges forward toward uh, Deeran, and, uh, but stops all of a sudden and starts slamming its fists into the corpse of one of the creatures on the ground. Attacking viciously at the uh, downed automaton. Awesome. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, the other one attacks Scarpin. They roll great against Scarpin, but not good enough. <laughs> they're, like, they're like 16, baby. And I'm like, yeah, anyone else, that would be fine. Not Scarpin. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Uh, 
(laughs) (laughs) And the ranged attacks start to pour in. That's that's three misses. Nice. They load up their next round. It's you guys again. Uh, Deeran, there is a robot in front of you. Uh, It seems distracted. Yeah, uh, Deeran picks up... uh, He points his staff again uh, at the leg of the automaton that he had just dismantled uh, the head of and flings it to one of the backline archers uh, doing the same thing. So they'll have to make a deck save. That, they succeed. Fuck. All right. Uh, It smashes into the back of the wall and explodes uh, for 3d8 damage to the wall. Uh, 9, 10, 11 damage. The building trembles. Uh, as you slam that into the back wall, uh, is the, you can feel the dust like falling from the ceiling around you uh, as the, the shake in the building was felt. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, Belroth, uh, now knowing the proper way to play this game eventually, uh, is going to use his action to disengage from the... Um... Oh, it disengaged with you. Well, perfect. Right? Yeah, I ran He's away. Make it... it ran away. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I thought it was a different one. Um, well, okay. Well, Belleroth is going to make an attack <laughs> at, <laughs> uh, at that one that disengaged with me. Okay. Um, he'll use his bonus action to move Hunter's Mark at it. Okay. Nat 20. Yeah. Let's go. So I got a... 2D max damage plus I roll the dice. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. I like that. That is fun. Yeah, it feels great with stuff like Hunter's Mark or Sneak Attack or whatever. Is it max damage with the Hunter's Mark as well? Uh huh. Oh my god. Uh huh. Um, so that's 17 plus for the max damage with Hunter's Mark because it's D8, D6 plus 3. Um,. And then I rolled a six and a one. So 17 plus seven, 24 damage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, the creature, the automaton, uh, you sink an arrow into its back and suddenly its vision, it was like punching down at this robot in front of it. Suddenly it snaps its vision back around to you um, and looks like it's going to charge you. Exciting. Uh, uh <laughs> And then Freya's going to make an attack at the back line. Okay. Um, she rolls 17. That's a hit. Uh, against the one she's been attacking, that's 11 damage. All right, that takes it down. Woo! All right. All right. Ellery is going to twist off her chakram, and she's going to take the head off of one of the ranged ones. She's going to take its head off. Okay. Um, I believe so, you. <laughs> so that is um, a nine. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> well, it misses and hits the one next to it, right? Uh, and takes no, that one's head off. No, 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 I'm not so convinced. Uh, Scarpin, did you still have stuff to do this round? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarpin's going to cast Inflict Wounds at this mofo in front of him. Okay. Ooh, 22 to hit. That's a hit. 
15 damage. That'll do it. Uh, you, uh, this one blinks out its eyes as well, uh, going dull. And send in that pillow to one of the ranged attackers, just trying to okay. plop it right on the face. 25 to hit. Hits. Ooh. Woo. Hell yeah, let's go. And six damage. Okay. Uh, it does not kill. Um, they they get their attacks. Uh, the one that was attacking the uh, corpse is now attacking Belroth as it charges forward to make two swings at him. The hits with both, one of which is critical. The blades sink into you as it dives forward. Uh, oh my god! The first the first blade that pierces you does uh, five damage. The second okay. one does 14 damage. Belroth is at two. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just, like Ooh. one of them was just like, just the nicked you on the side. Ooh. The other one sunk deep right under your ribs. Uh, uh, that's for not rolling at disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the shots begin, come from the back line. Uh, one hits Belroth <laughs> for five damage. Who is now down. Oof. Okay. Uh, it's your turns. <sighs> All right, runs saving to... throw. <laughs> Can I go first? Uh, I think we said for death saving throws, we're going to do those before rounds. Okay. Okay. So cool. his action will be to do a death saving throw it's this like a round. Five percent chance. And my action is a failure. Great. Oof. Now you may, Ellery. Great. Um, running uh, to Belroth. Fights aren't easy. Wounds can kill, but if I can help it, none of them will. <gasps> ah, like the blades are still in him, <laughs> and like the arrow is <laughs> like in his head. Like, oh God! Uh, thank you. Well, you're healed for five. So oh, I gosh, rolled another enough. fucking two. <laughs> I used a different dice and everything. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. He's now at five then. So, Belroth, your turn is over, but you can still do Freya's action. Yeah, Freya still, even if I was down, she still gets to operate. Um, so she's going to, seeing me go down, sensing me go down, turn around, uh, assuming that these ranged attackers won't attack her. And uh, charges at the one that it, it has blades in me. Okay, that was a poor assumption. So uh, it does okay. try to swipe down at her. Um, it just misses. Cool. Well, it seemed like it was a good assumption then. I mean, it was a bad assumption. It just worked out <laughs> no. in the end. Well, it worked out fine. Um, it's, it's totally fine. <laughs> I uh, refuse yeah. to learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> you Freya, can't make me, Dad. Freya hits it for 17. That's a hit. Um, and it has to make a DC uh, 13 strength saving throw. It succeeds. Okay, well, it doesn't get the extra damage then. All right. Uh, come on, honey. You need to roll better than that. Six. Well, it's enough. So. Uh, okay, yeah. well, good. You rolled exactly enough, which was the minimum damage she can do. I refuse <laughs> to learn anything. She did everything right. <laughs> My cat is perfect. <laughs> Uh, only two ranged creatures remain. 
Uh, yeah, Deren points a finger at one and a finger at the other at the same time uh, and casts Scorching Ray uh, on both of them. Well, on he casts Scorching Ray and shoots one each. Uh, and one is a 15 to hit, and the other is an 11. The 15 hits. <laughs> Great. Uh, it does five damage. Okay, that takes out one of the, the uh, automatons. Nice. Uh, only one right. remains. Uh, yeah, Diren keeps his finger up at the other one then. And no. fires past it uh, into the wall uh, as a burning hole. Two burning holes now are left behind it. I don't know, man. There's something special about this one. I just can't <laughs> hit it. Steeped in fate. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Diren. I got them. And he bounds over, and uh, even though he doesn't need to, he casts Bounds guiding, is so true. Guiding That's absolutely bolts at the uh, <laughs> one that looks the most damaged. As, uh, of he co- runs of super close and then casts a, <laughs> a rage, rage spell. Yeah. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> Stop. My oh, my God. Atlanta. Yeah. It ha- God. It ha- yeah. The- the creature, uh, I mean, the the ghost leans in. He's like, good thing that's not in the next room. Whew. And then, uh, uh, so uh, I guess it's, it's now the creature's turn, the automaton's turn. It fires a shot at you, Scarpin, directly in front of him. Ba-dink. It just bounces off your shell. <laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just like, ba-dink. Uh And now it's your turn again. He turns around, looks at the group. Do it. Yep. Come on, man. Can you just kill this one? I'm clearly not doing much of a help. All right. <coughs> uh, Belroth is coughing up blood. <laughs> his carpet rolls his shoulders a bit and then shoots his uh, shell out a bit and it fires out another guiding bolt. <laughs> For Guide that bolt. And Guide that bolt. A24. 24 hits. Yeah. Would be I swear to God, if it's still up. 17 to hit. I mean, 17 damage. All right, that's enough. The creature falls to the ground. Oh, my God. The spirit uh, looks at Belroth and goes, "Mm, Yes, yes. This has been a good test of your body. Oh, okay. DM Anthony here just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show tell your friends tell your family uh, let people know word of mouth and you can support the show at patreon.com slash or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media including our discord where you can come and hang out with some great people we'll see you there and until next week I wish you nothing but critical success Serious business.